when I try to confirm few things that give me the wrong information. Now that ignorance caused me to pain a few days. I was I spent a painful night with taking all the medicines, one for wisdom tooth, one for root canal, and one for COVID. But eventually it took some time and I was okay. But if you have ignorance about this word of God, right. if you have the ignorance about the word of God, the cause will fail or someone fails is so much that you can be not connected. Right. One life, one chance to get it right. One chance, one life to get it right, and if you did not get it right, what Bible says about it? And at least if you did not get it right, what Bible says about the salvation of a man? The damage is for eternal. But I mentioned for me, walk by faith and not by sight. I want to share to you examples of the pastor who shared that their testimony with me when I was blind. When I mean I was blind, it's like we are born spiritually blind. Blind. We do not understand what God wants to talk to us. We are not spiritually connected. That's why we don't understand the word of God. And that's why we prepare a God of our imagination. So when I was at my two-day home, this is the pastor very close to our family. He brought another pastor and he, uh, he came to us, who was frequently visiting us. And I restrict, remember he brought him in and said, Hey, he wants to share his testimony with you. I was like, Wow. And, I was, and he, they both were so excited. He said, you, can, you have to hear from him. I don't want to tell. I was like, Okay. My wife, my me, and my son was sitting. That pastor from uh, one remote village started sharing his testimony and he said, One missionary came to my village and started talking to me about Jesus. And I got so much conviction about it that I started thinking about it. And one day when I was in my room, I said, God, if you are real, show to me. If you are real, come to me. And when I was doing this, I sat in that room for so many days, and suddenly the light appeared, and next moment it was Jesus Christ in my room. Jesus Christ came, and I saw him, and I believed. And when I came out of that room because I saw, so everyone who sees me was falling because now I got that light, and everyone was falling down. So I went back and asked again Jesus to remove his light and yes, I will follow you. And me as a blind I was praying. As soon as my prayer is done, I take I took my debit card, I went to the bank, I gave him some to the mouth. He was here to the person. Now it is my duty to pay me more. One more testimony I like to share. So remember, the testimony which I am sharing is not like just one or two here and be a pastor. 
Three of these testimonies are the biggest missionaries of our ministry of India. Their topmost pastor visit heaven now and then. Recently, when I was in Venice study, I was studying about uh, one of our locality pastor. He also has a big ministry. And on the YouTube, he had his uh, videos. And while he was talking, the same story. I said, God, if you are real, I want to see you. Same story. And the next moment, next moment Jesus, Jesus appeared in the room. This was the word. I saw him like a 4K. A 4K is a technology, how clear it is. So they are not telling us, are not telling on the YouTube that I saw him somewhere. I'm not sure if he's Jesus or not. I saw him in 4K. He comforted me. I, and then he told to his uh, pastor friend, and he told him, maybe not real. And even this guy doubted, and again he went to God and said, God, I'm not sure if that guy I saw, which was in 4K, is real or not, so can you appear it again? So God turned again. And now this time, he took me to the heaven. As soon as I went into the heaven, I saw one person with a big bear walking. I like, God, who is he? God says, he's Elijah. And I saw a big... Uh, uh, mentioned like the Buckingham uh, Palace in the England, and I saw his dad was who was a pastor of my wife, and he saw his dad there, and God has comforted him through his dad because that was also his desire. So, my friend, God can do anything. That's the testimony which is in millions, views, and thousands of likes and thousands of amens. Now, my friend. When your Christianity is depends on our own understanding, when we don't understand what is the word of God says, many, many will fall under this trap of a devil. Because Bible says we walk by the faith and not by sight. But see, it's not only Torben says about that, it also justifies or tells us the definition of what the faith is. Hebrews 11 1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. We hope for. The evidence of things not seen is not the sight. It is like we believe the gospel. We believe what the word of God says as it is. We don't create our own imagination. And the faith, if you see all this faith, they are sincere. And I don't doubt that they, them. I think they are telling the truth. But that's not biblical. That's not biblical. The way their confidence is, they go on to international TV and to international media and tell their testimony and many may fall. So I believe it is not a lie. But it is not biblical. Romans 10, 7, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of the God. Our faith should be on the word of the God that whatever God says in this Bible that he will do. 
My faith is not because I saw the Jesus in my dreams, in my visions, in my tongues, and all the things which come from my cruel heart. That's not the Jesus I believe. I believe into the Jesus of this word of God. My faith is built on this one. What is inside that? Because if you see all the testimonies and many, many, I don't want to spend time because all are the same. Some more content to that. But what is the side? The side is the act of seeing. I am seeing you. You are seeing me. You are not assuming that some voice is coming. You are seeing me. A perception of object by the eye. You see by eye. View. There are some examples, some examples. To get sight of a land. I can see this voice. That's a side. I have 20 minutes only. I can get sight of this voice. To have a sight of a landscape or to do the sight of a ship at a sea, that is it is a sight. It's not like it's a biblical sight. I don't know what does that mean. It's a simple literal definition. The sight is something that you see. And we don't walk by what we see, but we walk by faith, we walk by the word of God. There is a very good example of Jesus' ascension into the heaven after completing his three and a half years of ministry. When he died, he rose again and he, he showed himself to many people. And in Acts 1, it is the last time physically he was, he was present on the earth. And Acts 1 9 says, This is a perfect example of the side. And when he had spoken this thing, while they beheld, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. So they were watching him. Acts 1 10. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood up by them in white apparel. And what they said is, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. So since that day, the grace period started. He is ascended into heaven. Now he will come in next time at the time of the rapture. And in 1 Thessalonians 4.16 he says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise forth. That is his second coming. In between you are just imagining it. You are just making it. Because you don't believe this. Because the ignorance. Because of the ignorance of the pastor. Because of the ignorance of ourselves that we don't go and see the word of God. Because of the perspective which was given by the devil. Now you read the Bible in the same perspective. Everything went wrong and we have only one choice. I was lucky enough to be in the church when the word of God is preached. I didn't know my Bible. No one and everyone is lucky as I am. As Pastor mentioned in the morning sermon, at the age of five, it was the gospel who he knew when he someone told him and he got saved. That was with me. There was a few people or many people in the church 
who understand the word of God and who share the gospel with me, and I got saved. But think about, and when I think about many, many such people, that they did not get this opportunity. That's why in 2 Corinthians 11 14, when they imagine the God of their heart, the God of their imagination, rather than the God of the Bible. And 2 Corinthians 11 14, it says, No marvel, for Satan himself is transferred into an angel of life. If you hear all their testimonies, the life is always detailed. I saw the life, I saw this, and the life came. This life is always mentioned in those testimonies. But see, if it is not from God, it's from the devil. Let's talk about few of the verses which contradict this. Of course, as you know, that this is not the Jesus of the Bible. There's a wonderful story of Jesus and Thomas, and I think we spent some long. Well, Thomas doubted his resurrection. And in John 20, 25, it says, The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he has said unto him, Now, if I give it to them, they say, Hey, see, they have seen the Lord. How can you say that we cannot see him? Or oh, that period was different. The grace period was not started. You are in the grace, you are not in the dispensation of the law. You have to understand the context. And he said, except I shall see in his hand the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. What did God answer him? In John 20, 29, Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet So he's referencing his own word. He himself not go 
gospel they preach. But when we don't know what we are, what the word of God says, we just follow ignorance, pride, the desire of the flesh and the eyes that we want. And when someone gives that, we go for amen. See, my friends, I, I see this message will not be sufficient or complete if I just take a letter and I just take a bus. It's still not complete. My message is not to tell you that we walk by faith and not by sight that you already know. My message is we have the word. We need to study our Bible. Once we get saved, for our life we need to be effectual student of our Bible. If Bible is the two-edged sword, we should know when and how to use it. Amen. Just by doing this, that does not sound correct, does not have. Mine and your opinion, though it goes with the Bible, it does not help. We need to take that boldness that, hey, I'm not telling that you are lying, but let me show you what Bible says. Right. When they talk about the tongues, we need to tell, hey, you know what? That tongue is nothing but the prophecy, what Isaiah did. So that when Jesus Christ, the Messiah, comes, the Jews should believe it. Right. And it is also mentioned by Isaiah, though they will say, it is mentioned in Isaiah 28, 11, for this stammering lips and another tongue, which he speaks to his people, to him he says, this is the rest wherewith he may cause the very to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they will not hear. This was a prophecy done. In New Testament also it is mentioned that in 1 Corinthians 14, 22, wherefore tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe it, but to them that believe it not. So when right. Jesus was there, he came for his people, for the Jews, and the signs and wonders were shown that, hey, I am the Messiah which you all look at. And they believe it not. So it was for them who believe it not. It was not for us. Right. And the prophecies fulfilled, so the gift was seen. Right. We need to have the answer. If you just say, no, I don't believe it right. Just because you are not doing it, will God turn? Right. We need to be effectual students of the word of the God to explain them from the word of the God. Then, hey, by chance, you better get it right. The Bible says, if I just believe with all your dreams and visions and prophecies and tongues and all, then what about this? Or Matthew 5 18, for verily I say, if you look with heaven and earth past one dot or one thing, you know what? Past all the logic, all the thinking, nothing else there. If you say that is also good, and what I think is also good, then I have to take a sketch pen to remove all these verses which I told you, because now this does not satisfy in your mind. This does not fulfill. You cannot feel that. A Bible has to. Fulfill fits in your life with every verse, so contextually it should fit in your life. That what I do is as per the Bible. That's why my friend I said this message will 
As second Timothy, uh, Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and profitable for what? Doctrine. For reproof. Hey, that's wrong what you are doing. This is what it says. For correction. Hey, that brings vision and all. Don't follow that where it can happen. That has different dispensations. That has a different period for different hour. Period where God deals with his people. Now he's finally dealing with us. We are in the period of grace. That thing does not apply. For correction. For instruction into righteousness. See it in the command of God. In second Timothy 3, it is very important. One man that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, for that he is to understand the time. When I was saved, I went to my people, when they gave all this testimony to me. Why is that? Because I don't have an answer. I was saved, but I don't have an answer. Do you think I will get this open that opportunity to talk to that man and do that? Will he hear me? Because we already know that he replied when I say at the Talmud. Speaking of tongue was wrong. Why? I don't know. It's just because I don't do it, you should not do it. That's not the answer. Right. We have our wonderful team last year. With every one of us should apply to our life when we get saved. It will not help us to reproof for correction for, for ourselves and for others, but it will also help to grow. In the knowledge, as it mentioned, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to Him be glory both now and forever. Amen. We need to be effectual students. I like to close this message with telling you we don't preach a religion here. Avoid and all kind of religion. We don't have to. We preach the relation with Christ. Amen. We preach the broken relationship due to our sin. We preach how to restore that relation. We don't have to win any argument. If we win the argument, we lose that truth. We have to target the truth. Let him win the argument. We preach the relationship. God has created this humanity. He created us in his own image. And due to man's sin that God has broken. We are sinner by birth. We should understand our sinful condition. That if we die one day, and we have, the Bible says everyone wants man is appointed to death and there is a judgment. By default, we are going into hell. You don't have to do anything to go into hell. That is given to you. But there is a good news. There is a good news. We have to understand that with this sin, you cannot enter into hell. Ask ourselves what I am. What about my eternity? One day I will die. I don't know when. Is my eternity settled? And there is only one way, and Jesus Christ is I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
Jesus Christ died for yours and my sins. No matter if you are. We, though we was yet sinners, two thousand years before, he died for every person on this earth. From Adam to the last person on this earth, he took all of our sins on him, so that we should have the eternal life. Jesus said, "Come as you are. Come as you are." When I was saved, I was blind. I didn't know anything about the Bible. He did not ask me anything. Did you read your Bible? Did you pray? Did you come to church? Did you baptize? He said, "Come as you are. Whatever your situation may be, come as you are. There is no sin that Jesus Christ cannot forgive. Check for your eternal security, which is only in Jesus. If you do, and then once you realize, when you think, hey, what will happen to me?" If you die, if you don't accept Christ, by default you are going to go heaven, to hell. Now Jesus Christ died, and when you confess and believe and ask Him for forgiveness to come into your heart, Jesus Christ forgives you my sins. I was sinner. I cannot go heaven by myself. One day my eternity will start. And I will not know when it is. Today is the time of salvation. It's just a simple prayer with your true heart. You believe the word does not save you, but it's the heart that will save you. If you open your heart to Christ and ask Him for forgiveness, it's so merciful that He forgives your sins and He will write your name in the book of life.
fast and you say, man, I wonder what that means. Well, when you keep on reading, then you've got, then, then what's the point of reading something that you don't understand, right? It's like reading calculus. Who just can go read calculus books and say, wow, that doesn't make any sense, but whatever, we just keep reading. No, you gotta stop and you gotta figure out what is this, you know, what's this all about? What's it mean? What's it supposed to say? Oh, I understand it now. Okay, now I can continue on. And that's exactly the way the Bible is. The Bible is a living book. So Amen. it will never exhaust what's there. I mean, as much as I've studied the Bible over the course of the last 15, 20, 30 years, I still come across passages where I'm saying, oh, but that's right. And I'm going to study it out. And you read three or four different commentaries. And you ask the Holy Spirit to show you what it means. No, you know, the Holy Spirit is there to guide us to the truth. So right. it's not a commentary necessarily that we need to read. We need to let the Holy Spirit guide us. But sometimes those commentaries will help us to get to the point where the Holy Spirit can say, this is what that means. Right? And we need to study the Word of God. We need to understand what it means. And now more than ever, because we are fighting against the darkness of this world. If you don't understand the Bible, then what good are you doing to help somebody else to get to Jesus Christ? It's like he's saying, I don't believe in tongues. Why do you think you've been for the last two years doing a series on what I believe and why? <laughs> right? I don't believe in speaking in tongues. Why? Well, I just don't do it. So that's a good reason that you shouldn't do it. No, you need to know from the Bible why we do what we do. Right? right? You need to know from the Bible why we have the, the music standards and the dress standards and all that stuff. You need to know from the Bible why we do this. It's so important that you know what you believe. And that's, that's, I believe that's the point of the message. And I'm not trying to be preacher again, but man, just you hit a perfectly good point. That you can say everything, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. Why? I don't know. You shouldn't do it. I don't. That's what most Christians do. That's what most Christians do. Yeah. If you got anything from the message tonight, I think, I think it's that, number one, you can be saved. But number two, you need to study the Word of God. Study to show thyself approved unto God. A word, no way, he said, a pastor that needs not to be saved, right? No, a word man that needs not to be saved. Rightly dividing the word of truth. That's all of us. Amen. That's all of us. We need to study the Bible so we know how to guard ourselves. So we know how God tells us things. We know when we see error, what the error is, and how to correct it. Right? Great message. Great message. Let's pray. What we're spending time we're going to take it. Father, love you. Give thank you so much for the message tonight. Thank you for truth from the Word of God, the verses that we read from the Bible. And God, I do pray, as, as we do in every service, that if there is somebody in here that does not know for sure that they're on their way to heaven, that you take them to church today. Or seek somebody out that can take a Bible and show them how they can be saved. But beyond that, God, I believe the majority of people, if not everybody, needs to be saved. And I, I don't know if that's part only you do. But we have such a tremendous responsibility to study the Word of God. I pray that you help us to be faithful rightly divide the word of truth. That's why it's so important that we're in church to hear the things that are being taught in church.